0: what's up everyone this is the high Ringer podcast a podcast about tower of god off the youtube channel red cloud village this is your host hank is dope you can follow me on instagram and twitter at hank is dope i'm here with my
1: co-host black yoshi 92 and you can follow me on instagram at black yoshi 92 you can follow me on facebook at michael jones or son of mike and here on this first episode we're just here to talk about the first season of tower of god and what we picked up from it where we think our thoughts would go and uh for the most part, characters and the lore and just giving you just a breakdown of what, ins- what got us interested into the series in general.
0: So, uh, Yoshi, how did you like find out about Tower of God?
1: Well, recently, uh, well, I guess you could say in the year of 2020, uh, it's been so fucking crazy that I came across a series known as Tower of God. And actually, well, I should say i would known about it years ago. And uh, I just never got keen to it, but I heard that the anime was coming out and Crunchyroll was making it an anime original. And I was interested. Uh, still at that point, I didn't really know too much about it, but I heard of it. So uh, once it aired, I watched maybe about the first five to six episodes. And I was like, yeah, this this series is definitely for me. So I pretty much just uh, went on webtools.com and I uh, read it from the beginning. And I've been hooked uh, since day one. Uh, currently, I'm caught up. But uh but like I said, this being the first episode, we just want to talk about our uh initial thoughts and interests, particularly to the first season. We'll lead you into all of the greatness and hypeness and what we really, really like about the series uh later on. But as of right now, we're just here to talk about first season greatness and a bitch named Rachel. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, that's that's true, that's true. I mean, I didn't even know about webtoons or like Korean what is it, manga or? Uh, manga. Yeah, manga. Like I didn't know that was a thing until I like looked up what Tower of God was, and I was like, "Oh, this this looks dope. Like it looks different." And like, what the heck is a country roll original? Like, when did they start doing that? Like, Trying to get on their Netflix shit. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna check this out." And I was like, "All right, this this I like the art style. It's dope. It's different. It's like watercolor kind of style." Yeah. I was like this is this is this is like a real ass story so i was like yeah. all right, this is dope and then like i watched probably like you like six episodes six five episodes yeah and i was like let me just see what this is about speed up and like i read all 480 chapters in like
1: yeah
0: a month yeah and say- i felt gross yeah <laughs> on board because now he's on break and
1: like yeah i heard about that actually not too long ago which actually sucked because that's what i was saying it's like a gift of courage. it's like i found this dope ass series just to fucking catch up only to be like yo uh, i'm chilling my niggas you just gonna have to wait so that's fucking bullshit which kind of fucking sucks but i shit i'm sometimes even tempted to reread it at times because it's so fucking good but anyway like i said we're not here to get to that we just here to talk about the first season and what interests me so much about this series tower of god is anything like that has something to do with religion in a sense? Though myself, I'm not the most religious person. I like how you can use certain religion and maybe in a sense like can use that as a reference of mythology when you put it in series. Entire God, I feel like does it in a very in times, uh, in your face way, but in a very subtle way. And I feel like uh the whole premise of what the show is about and you following this character named Bomb and his journey, I really feel like it gives you this sense of what. The whole uh i guess religion aspect could be far as just uh the show the show and the series being called tower of god and how that portrayals through certain characters and roles uh what also interests me about the first season in particular is the mysterious relationship between bomb and rachel like it was it was just interesting how it just starts off as this boy chasing this girl and she wants to go in this supposed thing you know this tower and But we don't know why, and it's just interesting how that's just what you get. I like how the vagueness of the series, of the first season, is what made me want to continue to follow it. Because it's like, it's, it's you you wonder, like, why am I not getting these simple answers? Like, why am I just getting rushed into everything, but it's, there's a particular reason. And once the, this character named Bomb follows his girl Rachel to the tower, that's when you begin to find the answers. And that's one of the things that interests me about the first season and why I got into it. The first season is like I'm gonna repeat this again and again.
0: The first season is slow.
1: But it's a good slow.
0: That. Like I agree. It gives you a lot of characters, it gives you a little backstory about each of the characters, some more than others. But like you at least know everyone's name, character wise, and you're not like, oh, who I forgot what this person does or what they do yeah. and then the fact that it's not strictly about bomb the entire time, yeah, is always good. Like, yeah, uh, he's kind of like a set. Su- like,
1: he's kind of like a support character. Yeah, well, like I can agree with that. With well, the thing I like also about the series about the first season in particular is that you get introduced to like a slew of characters, but each character makes you want to follow them because of their personality or maybe uh. Just, just just overall just being interesting, I guess for instance i guess I could say uh i guess uh what was what's the character's name uh no ho the uh the character that initially joined thebisu's team mm-hmm. like what I thought was good about him is is that when you uh i guess what was interesting was is that you don't understand why he has i guess this hatred for bomb until you continue down uh certain events and then you see why yeah, so I think like that's that's what makes it interesting and then like i guess in a sense, you could say like the whole way how The series gives you, I guess, the whole fact that there's games. Like, the thing that makes Tower of God interesting is is that it's not just about, uh, well, it's about what you do once you get in the tower. And it's the fact that it takes different tests and requirements for you to climb the floor. And I think that's very interesting because that means, that just adds to world building. And then that brings a challenge for every, I guess you could say, arc or every chapter because you never know what it is, each, you know, the characters might take into and the first season, particularly being known as the Floor of Test, you really get, uh, I guess, dwelled into that. Because, you know, it being the Floor of Test, you really understand the initial world building of what it wants to say. I don't know if you probably got that same feeling when you... Uh, I actually didn't, though. Yeah, because, okay. like,
0: when it was, like, the Floor of Test, I was like, alright, this makes sense, like, that's typical. But I thought, like, the whole Tower of God theme was going to be a film going through like tests and simple challenges yeah but some of those challenges aren't just like tests like those are like adventures like those people actually go into like journeys that last like years yeah and you're or in months like months years and yeah
1: and if you well yeah i guess that also goes into like uh, the complexity yeah, of that, Tower of like God. Like, like how it's, it. it's yeah, it's not as, it's like, it seems straightforward, but then once they start breaking it down, you're like, okay, this is a lot deeper than it really is. And a
0: lot of, a lot of time goes past, like, you're like, oh. Yeah. You're like, oh, three months went past. You're like, what? You're like, yeah. Two years went past. You're like, huh? And you're just like, well, most of these characters
1: are yeah over, like, 500 years Pretty old. much. And that's the crazy thing about it, is, is that, like, like, when I first started reading it, I'm like, wait, how the hell, like, like, for Yuri, for example, I think I believe she's, uh, I believe she's over 500 years old. And, when you know, when you see her, you be like, yo, this chick looks no older than, like, maybe, like, 20. Mm-hmm. And that the crazy thing about it is because, you know, I guess that goes into us getting introduced to Sensu uh, in the first season on, on the floor of Tess and how pretty much that can be used in many different ways, such as, I guess, you know, de-aging yourself, being immortal, and, uh, and it's interesting because the thing about Sensu, which when, when it's introduced, is that, like, yeah, you could be immortal, but it's funny how some people choose uh, to actually age as well, which is interesting. It's like, if you got the power to be immortal, why would you want to be old? Yeah. Yeah, but that's besides the point. It's just, you know, that's just one of the things about the first season that's really interesting is, is that um, it's not too flashy, but it's good enough that you want to keep reading. It's like... The series was aware of itself when it came to the first season when it when it was talking about just far as um not wanting to give you too much, but giving you enough in a way that you'll be like, though I'm not seeing that much fighting, though I'm not seeing much flash, flesh, bang, bang, I still wanna read. And then once you get to the end of the first season, you feel like, okay, the payoff was worth it because now I'm about to get into some you know what I'm saying, some hypeness, some fucking greatness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh yeah, that's 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 exactly like it's kind of like,
0: it's a it's it's a slow start, but like once you get past that hump, it's yeah. amazing.
1: Like yeah. yeah, see one thing uh, that you mentioned slow start. I was actually uh, I was on yeah. Facebook recently. And someone said that the thing that's good about Tower of God is it's like slow burn, but it's done right because yeah. the payoff in the end it leads to something like i'm pretty sure you can still find criticisms throughout the series every series is not perfect but for the most part tower of god it's like it knows what it's doing which is why it does uh that's why it executes itself the way it is you know what i'm saying so that's pretty much you know what i picked up from the first season far is based on just the overall general sense of what i got now what i want to talk about is uh certain characters that i've uh picked up on in a sense, and you know, motherfuckers who I fuck with to this day, you know what I'm saying, Bomb, you know what I'm saying, there'll be no slander on my boy's name, you know what I'm saying, but uh, if you could tell by my hypeness, my favorite character is fucking Bomb, the thing I like about Bomb, who is the main character, the MC of the series, is is that his character is portrayed in a way where people see him as this, I guess, monster, but they, but, At the end of the day, he's also, like, this person who was bestowed, I guess you could say, a destiny, as cliche as that sounds, but it's more about a journey that he's something to everybody, but it's about him wanting to find himself. It's not, it's like, though he's labeled or defined by other people as something, his whole thing is, well, that doesn't matter, because it's who I am, and, you know what I'm saying, with my boy's power, you know what I'm saying, the shit on niggas, that's all that matters, and, uh, but... (laughs) He's just one of my favorite characters, though. I just fucking love this dude. He might go down as possibly one of my uh favorite, just, I guess you could say, anime, manhwa characters are just all the time. I think he's an amazingly written character. Though not perfect, I feel like the creator, for the most part, does what he wants to do when it comes to executing his character. And when it comes to the first season, that's just who uh who I I come to love, for the most part. But we got other motherfuckers to talk about. We got a bitch to talk about, but we ain't gonna get into all that. We gonna get into that. We gonna we gonna say I'm pissed off with my boy Hank and see what he gotta say.
0: For favorite character, I would have to go with uh let's see. Season one. Season
1: one. I don't have to go with I guess you hats. could say Yeah, I would say like a character that kinda of like piqued your interest and in like I had bomb and coon. Okay. What made you kinda of like wanna Because
0: to- Coon was like Coon was like a savage from the beginning. Like yeah. when he first when they first when he first met Bomb, I like his test floor.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cause he low key was trying to finesse Bomb when he first met him because yeah. he was like once he saw him with the uh with the Black March, you know, his initial thought was not to be his friend. It was like, yo, this I could use this motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so like, he was like he the dope ass suitcase that I like could that
1: suitcase, and, man. Like,
0: already had people in a suitcase like his yeah. teammates or whatever. Yeah. And like, uh, he's cool though. Like, yeah, you'll you'll see later on that like he he's more conniving.
1: Yes, it's like what I what I what I've learned and to see of- about about Kuhn is, is that it's interesting how like the first season, you you see how like because someone with Kuhn's mentality, you know, him being someone from one of the ten great uh, royal families, you would like though he's conniving, it's interesting how you saw him still be that way, but still somehow warm up to bomb. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, but you should you should be the dude who you should want Bomb to be like somebody to follow you, but in a way it's like you're following him weirdly in a sense. Because like but that's what I like it's interesting because I like how like you know Bomb is his character, you know how the first season portrays it is this, you know, very soft, very innocent. But Coon is this, you know, you yeah, know he he's just, Yeah, but it's but it's interesting how their relationship works. Like, how that contrast works. And that's what I really, you know, really really like about Coons character. When, you know, when they introduce him and everything like that. And, uh... What else? What, there's many other characters. What? Rock? Rock's always fucking dope. Well, his, you know, his his introduction was pretty fucking sweet. But the thing about Rock is, is that... A lot of people think that, like... He may have the potential to become, like, a, um... A support character. But I been trying to tell him that, like... He... There's a reason why he's a part of the main trio for a reason. So... If anything season one gives you that, you know, rocket somebody, you know. I mean he's not support he he's also I mean he's he's spare, so yeah. He,
0: he's a definitely long range attack. Uh that's all I can speak on right now. Uh yeah for season one. But uh But uh, like I said, Hatsu yeah. is dope, like sword sort guy has has that like cool Sasuke mentality,
1: like yeah. Leonard, everybody like, thought he would be the Sasuke, and you know what I'm saying, on the show and shit. I mean, he's just be, I mean, but I mean, he tries hard, so yeah. Like. No, he, no, he that's definitely a character that I guess people in the first season could probably pick up more. But uh, one thing also about the first season that I really liked was the fact that they uh, how they introduced the different positions uh-huh. when it comes to in the tower, and I really, and the, the thing I like about it is that it, they're. They're weird titles, but if you notice about Tower of God, since the theme in the uh, tower is like how it's kind of based off of like water in the sense for a sense of being like this like water, water-based yeah. form and how like the creatures are all water-based such as like fish and shit like that. Uh-huh. Like that's the thing I really like when I picked up on in like the first season. I was like, because that's really show you that the dude who wrote it, I believe his name is uh, Siyu. I think it stands for Slave in Uterio. Uh, I believe that's in uh, Korea and pretty much that you, she's that you like. He used references because that's dope. Because like it all makes sense. It's like building on each other. It's like, all right. Well, I guess water is my main, you know, power source. What's in water? You know, fish. So, I guess that could all go hand in hand. But uh but other than that what's your uh what's probably your takeaways from uh season 1? Season 1, I feel like like what was your like I can say what, what I should say like what was your takeaway in the sense of like what made you say like okay like this series is some series I'm going to have to just like you know what hunker down and be like yeah this is this is a must read.
0: I want to say the animation and the store the lore, like it was it was really like mysterious and vague like you said like the first episode when bomb walks into like the tower you're just like what is this little yeah this little rabbit thing exactly and then like it also threw me off when you're just like like when they were like yeah bombs chasing after a girl and you're like oh we're probably not going to see that until like the end of the fucking season or something. And you're like, oh, episode three. They're gonna the bitch Yeah, right they're gonna they're
1: gonna stupid bitch right there, like, pretty much. Yeah. You're like,
0: you don't even know what she did wrong. So you just know she left and you're just like
1: wow. Yeah. And and but that's also about like the first season that also really like made me like be like, okay, because like, it's like, you know, the simple thing is is that like why would you uh follow a girl that left you? But what made the whole thing between Bomb and Rachel interesting was is that this bitch raised him, for the most part, like, when we get to, like, she taught him shit growing up. And the thing that's like, well, why is he following her? Because it's you want to see, like, the reason why somebody who raised you would leave you. Yeah, You know, that's that's the purpose. It's like, as much as, like, I, you know, people want to question why would he do such a thing. It's like, well, but why wouldn't he? It's like, she raised him. So, of course, he would want answers, which is what I like about how the ending of season one kind of gives you that, that, that want and need from Bob's character of him wanting answers. And it, then it's like, then it no longer becomes like you just wanting to watch a show or read a series. It's like, well, no, I want to go on this journey with this character. Cause I want to find out the answers too. Cause with that bitch did, let me tell you something right now. Look, 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 if there's one thing you want to know about this podcast, the high rankers, we don't fuck with Rachel. We don't fuck with that freckle bitch Fuck that bitch. Look, let me tell you something right now. She for the streets. All right. Hoes like that are for the fucking streets. Okay. To the motherfucking wayside. Okay. this bitch right there. Let me tell you something right now. Look, one thing of Tower God that if you follow it, is Rachel is ops on? Is shoot on sight? Don't care if there's aunties, mom, dads, babies, cookouts. You shoot that bitch as soon as you see her. Okay. Now, not everybody had the hatred like I had for this bitch. I'm pretty sure Hank has a hatred for her.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I
1: definitely do. My nigga, because all I have to say is that this bitch, Oh, God. Uh. and it, but the thing, the thing that's so like. Good about Rachel's character that I would say, like, of course, it's it, the thing that makes her character good is that it's fun to hate her. I always say that a good villain is, to in a sense, uh, someone that's fun to hate, not just because, like, it's, it's instead of them just being like a, uh, like a fodder character or a character you're like, whatever, I don't know why you're on the screen, there's a reason why she's on the screen, and you'd be like, fuck you, bitch, like, why do you gotta be here? Like, why are you necessary? Cause that's the one thing I like about her character is like as much as you hate her to an extent, she's necessary. That's what I like. about being mean. like, see, that's why. I'm, it's, yeah, like, like, man, it's like man, it's like Griffin you fall over again.
0: She's gonna like fuel the main character. Yeah. But you're, like, how long can this this hatred last? And like, you want to know why she pushed on off the like?
1: Yeah, like into the why she betrayed them. Yeah, and that's what makes it so interesting. Twice. It's like twice, but, but you know what? See. But we ain't gonna get into that. Well, you know what I'm saying? So
0: like what was the point of saving him?
1: Like exactly uh, on the little test. Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's just like a lot of like mix.
1: What was the point of raising him? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, and that's what I feel like well, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes her character so interesting, is because, yeah, fuck this bitch. And it's funny. I'm telling you, anytime this bitch is on a fucking screen, I wanna punch it. But it doesn't matter because her character is necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I like. That's so crazy about it. It's like she's she's necessary. Because, like, as of right now, her role in the story, I won't say, has been put on the back burner. It's just that, see, this is what makes her character so good, is because what her character is doing right now, it's like, well, what the fuck is this bitch? Cause she's scheming. You know this bitch is scheming. You know what I'm saying? That she's a scheming ass bitch. Okay. But anyways, man, this is just it just is what it is when it comes to this bitch, man. That's, that's the one thing I can tell you. From season one, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That bitch. She's just for the wayside, like I said, bro. Fucking garbage juice, bro.
0: I just know that season one, I mean, season two is going to be, like, pretty dope just because, like, so many questions need yeah. to be
1: answered. And, well, well, that's the thing about, well, we're being, well, like I said, like, we're actually caught up with the series right now, but... The thing about like season two that's uh that I feel like, you know, when we discuss it in the future videos, is uh just how the story subtly changed with the introduction of new characters and uh how the lore actually becomes more deeper. Because the good thing about season one is how it fucking ended, is how it ended like a prologue. Like it ended to let you know, like, the bitch even said like, yo, like this is where like shit's about to pop off, like all that fucking little fancy dancy shit like the bitch was like yo this is where the real story starts so that's what made Tyra God just the goat man and uh I'm just glad to just continue to bring you guys more content as far as discussing this series like I said again man this is just the first episode of the high rankers podcast on the red cloud village channel and uh like you know with my co-host hey, dope. I'm saying like I said it's boy black yoshi 92 two shinobis you know what I'm saying of the red cloud village holding Around. it down You know what I'm saying? And uh, We're we're out, bro. Peace.